Jeez, this movie sucks. Oh, how could you say that? I gotta get my balls broken too. I'm not gonna break your balls. I tell you to go home and get your shine box. Oh, uh, Randy, you break my balls. I got on the shade. Break my balls, Randy. Let's get into you. I'm breaking your balls a little bit. That's all. Am I being paranoid or is he busting my balls? <laughs> this guy, stop breaking balls. Let's keep both each other. Break my balls, Chuck. The worst movie ever. And send and sip. Hello, I am Chase Face, and I'd like to welcome you to the first episode of Bollock Buster, a show about one-star movie reviews. And you may ask yourself, mm-hmm. and you may ask yourself, well, how did I get here? Sorry, the talking heads were doing the talking. Couldn't help myself. Um, but I don't know, although I do appreciate you being here. Seriously, though, you may... Actually, ask yourself, why do I want to hear another review show? Well, I'm not actually reviewing movies. Rather, I will be more or less dissecting others' reviews with my own somewhat comedic commentary. Um, I would like to start off by saying that this is fucking weird. So I've been podcasting for a little more than two years, and oddly... I somehow feel a bit anxious talking into a mic right now. Um, just heads up, my voice cracks when I'm nervous, and that's pretty much any time I talk in front of an audience. But you have my permission to laugh. How dumb I'll sound when my voice cracks. I think it already did, actually. Um, but anyways, for the past two years, I've been a co-host on a show called uh, Movie Goat. Uh, where my friends Nick, Justin, and I create a theme based on a movie and debate on which of several movies based on that theme wins the GOAT, greatest of all time. We drink and we kind of ramble, but it's a lot of fun. I fucking love those guys. Um, Also, I use the Instagram page at MovieGoatPod to share related uh, or movie-related memes. So, you know, go check that out. Um, I know that was a bit of a tangent there. I do that sometimes, whatever. Um, but a minute ago I did say I'm not reviewing movies. So as far as this particular podcast, Bollock Buster, right? What the hell does that name even mean? Well, first of all, the name is a parody of the world's most iconic video rental store. And secondly, the term bollocks is, uh, well, if you don't have any British friends. (laughs) Um, That's British slang for testicles or balls. And see, I'm laughing. That's how immature I am. Can't even say that without without getting a laugh. But but it's also slang for foolish talk. So I guess I'd say this is a show in which I foolishly talk about the internet's ball-busting one-star movie reviews. Get it? (laughs) Um, however, what really makes that interesting is that I actually talk to the internet. No, I don't understand, uh, what's it called? SGML or, or even XML. I barely know what JavaScript is. Um, shit. Do I look like I know what a JPEG is? I just want a picture of a God dang hot dog. That's a King of the Hill reference. (laughs) Uh, you see, I have unlocked the unique ability that allows me to physically talk to the internet. And what's even crazier 
she can talk to me. So as you may know, many people spread their shit, their negativity all throughout the internet. They feel uh, compelled to spew their anger and their negative comments online because they know it sucks people in. And in doing so, they get the attention they crave. Uh, come on, we've all been caught in social media cesspool at some point. I mean, it's a, ugh, it's a shit show sometimes. Um, but I'll tell you, the internet, she's sick of it. So every week we have a chat, and she's gonna share these contentious and scathing movie reviews with me. It's kind of the internet's way of uh, venting her frustrations. And in turn, I make fun of these reviews. Sometimes they are effing ridiculous. But I laugh at them and uh, I'm going to break them down in a way that makes them seem a little less negative. Okay, Um, I guess now that I've shared a bit about myself and what you're getting yourself into with this show, if you're ready, I'm ready to make fun of some one-star movie reviews. And if you hang out until the end, you'll hear one of the reviews read by the beautiful actress, talented singer, intellectual author, successful brand ambassador and entrepreneur, but also very pretentious, Gwyneth Paltrow. Let's do this. Give us those one-star movie reviews. Hello, Chase. And hello to you, Internet. I do need you a little closer to the microphone, though. Okay, but you have to move the microphone for me. I do not have hands. This one-star review from TJ Zafira is titled, Worse Than Matrix. 1.5-hour film stretched painfully over what felt like five. Well, goddamn, if you couldn't get through this, then I know you couldn't get through Zack Snyder's Justice League, because that was a four-hour film stretched over what felt like eight hours. The Batmobile looks like something the A-Team knocked up on a Sunday afternoon trapped in a scrapyard. I reckon I could have filled in this skinny Batman. (laughs) Okay, I know the word reckon is not just a southern word, but here in the United States, it's typically when you hear it, I mean, I think people associate it with Southern slang because it's, uh, I, I feel like that's the only place you, uh, ever hear it in the South. It's, I mean, I've lived in California and Washington state. I've lived on the West coast basically. And it's not a term you normally hear out there, but here in the South, it's like, I reckon, <laughs> so <laughs> I reckon I could have filled in this skinny Batman. <laughs> Whole movie shot in dim lighting. So boring over-the-top horror film music and scenes that lead to nothing. Storyline straight as a die, no surprises and on, and on, and on it went. I can only assume this review section is full of bots. Whoa, TJ, what you got against bots? I'm talking to one right now. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm talking to the internet. Bots are just merely very small cogs in the uh, artificial intelligence machine. The car chase scene was absolutely diabolical. The budget for this movie was low, nothing happens that wasn't shot on a normal camera, no CGI, no FX. Whoa, what the hell? Low budget? This had a 
about the same budget as uh, The Dark Knight from 2008. It was almost $200 million. What do you mean? No CGI, no special effects? I don't think we saw the same movie. When the lights went up in the cinema, I could feel the pain and despair in the air. An absolute snooze fest. Well, damn, TJ. Now I'm very certain that we saw different movies because in my theater, I actually, and this almost never happens, I had random strangers come up and want to talk about uh, the movie. They loved it. And every single person in that theater sat through the credits waiting for the end credit scene. Um, I don't know. I don't get, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, very different opinions. Everybody in my theater seemed to, you know, I mean, it's not like there was a bunch of cheering, but you know, that's not common for most movies. Um, but yeah, we, we had very different experiences and I don't even love the movie. I mean, it was good. Um, I'm definitely not going to hold it up to something like the dark Knight, but it was still a really enjoyable film. Anyways, let's get on to the next one star review. This one-star review from W. Tucker-36856 is titled, The Suckman. W. Tucker-36856, I mean, okay, maybe there's a handful of W. Tuckers out there, but was W. Tucker 1 already taken? Or 2 or 3? Like, really? 36,856? Anyways, The Suckman, are you sure you didn't see a pornographic film? DC has truly outdone themselves in being Terry bad, they were already king. This movie is a complete cliche in wokeness and stupidity. There's literally no point Batman solved nothing at all, as Batman is truly just a white privileged dummy throughout. Wait, what the fuck is a cliche? Oh, you mean a cliche. Oh, okay. And wokeness? The hell you mean wokeness? Do you not understand Batman's M.O.? Like... The whole theme around Batman is him fighting corruption. So, yeah, there's rich, privileged people that are corrupt, and that has been the whole story of Batman since the beginning. And, I mean, okay, yeah, the the whole Adam West series, that was, it, it was a little silly, and uh, creators worked extremely hard to try to get rid of that campy aesthetic, uh, you know, from the 60s. And getting into the 70s, Batman kind of went back to those roots and fighting corruption. Uh, so I don't know what you mean by woke. I mean, that's, are you not familiar with the history, even a tiny bit of history or, or any small amount of the story of Batman? Like, that's the whole, that's what Batman does. <laughs> So, I mean, he's a philanthropist and, uh, like, literally devotes his life uh, to social justice. So, what a dumb thing to say. Fitting Pattinson gets the part. There is no redeeming quality here with the exception of Colin Farrell. The movie looks great but fails on nearly every other aspect. If you hate Batman, you will love this movie. Plenty to hate. Huh? Did you just say if you hate Batman, you'll love this movie? That's not how... No, Nobody thinks like that. Nobody wants to go see a, a movie about something they hate. <laughs> That's not... What, what are you implying? That doesn't even make sense. Oh, you know that? You know that one person that you really hate? You should go see that movie. Because I know you hate him. So, yeah. You'll like the movie because you hate 
you hate the thing that's in the movie. That's what an idiot. <laughs> Let's move on. This one star review from Reading Film is titled Warning, this is an extremely shocking, disturbing and violent film. This movie is like an X-rated shock horror movie. Wait, what the fuck? So you're comparing this movie to things like The Evil Dead, Chaos, uh, Clockwork Orange, Cannibal Holocaust. What? I mean, even movies like The Human Centipede and I Spit on Your Grave are not X-rated. Those are rated R. So maybe don't label something X-rated if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Keep in mind the Batman saga is for little children around 10 years old. What? Reading film? You know what you're talking about? 10 years old? This is not just geared towards 10-year-olds. You want to tell that to all the 20-something, 30-something, 40-something-year-old people that went in to go see this movie without kids? I'm sure there are people older than that, too. But uh, you get my point. I, that makes no sense. You couldn't tell by the trailer. Did you not even watch a trailer? You couldn't tell that this was not a movie for little kids? That may, I, Don't blame the movie. For you being a shitty parent and not knowing what you're about to take your kids into. Make it cool. No one doesn't like that. But keep the shock content for actual horror movies instead of scaring little kids like that. <laughs> well, this just in. I have received confirmation that reading film has no fucking clue what a horror film is. They're just getting carried away with all this trying to one-up each other. And no one is stopping to say, maybe that's not a good idea. Okay, reading film, you tell us how Hollywood's supposed to work. There's no point in trying to one-up each other. There's no point in trying to Im improve and do better than your competition. I mean, that's the whole that's the whole point in, in any industry, not just in making movies. The whole point is to try to outdo your competition or try to do uh, better than what has come before you. That's this satanic power of money and show business, I guess. Oh, I have always wondered why I loved money so much. I guess it's because of its satanic power. Alright, fuck it, I'm done with that review. On to the next one. This one star review from DDG Foo is titled, Nothing New. This movie is okay. <sighs> he said, this movie is okay. How does it get one star if it's okay? That should be like, Maybe a four, maybe a five, not one star. Do you do you understand how this movie uh, uh, rating thing works? I don't think you do. Other than that it doesn't establish anything new and refreshing, it's like Nolan trilogy but more aggressive. Even Nolan's trilogy has more fun and enjoyable time more than this movie. This movie is so much overrated. It's just not what I was expecting. I love Darkness movie, but my problem was just how the movie didn't give me what I was expecting. Mmm, yeah. I love Darkness movie, too. But you know what? I'm glad this movie wasn't what you expected. I don't want to know what to expect when I go into a movie. Because that would be called spoilers, wouldn't it? Yes. Yes, it would. On to the next movie. Wait, no. Same movie. <laughs> uh, on to the next... On to the next review. Of the same movie. This one star review from Saluja Sunny One is titled Far Away from Dark Knight. For me, Christian Bale will always be the best Batman and Health Ledger will be the best villain. Bro, what you mean, Health Ledger? Like, your medical records? 
What do your medical records have to do with... Oh, you mean Heath Ledger. Okay. The movie was shot in very dark light and the villain was coughed without any hassle. Coughed? Coughed. The villain was coughed without any hassle. I can't. <laughs> I can't. He w what is with you in this medical... Did Batman was giving him a physical, grabbed his balls and made him cough? Checking for a hernia or something? Yeah, for, first you're talking about medical records and now you're talking about Batman making the villain cough? The fuck? Disappointed. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. I'm sorry, I didn't know you only had one word left in your review. I, I probably would have let you finish. Most likely. Oh well, whatever. On to the next one. This one-star review from D-Bagley Agent is titled, Better Than I Thought It Was Going To Be. It Was Okay. Oh, not again. Are there really this many people that don't know what okay means? Come on, D-Bagley Agent. Great visuals, but super dark. Though, Pattinson was okay for the Batman role, but Batman should know how to get out of these situations. Doesn't let hostages die. He already should know, oh, it's Enigma behind the Riddler. God, that is, this is the most ignorant, idiotic comment. He should already know that the Riddler is Edward Nigma. How do you, this isn't minority fucking report. You know, there's no like pre-crime system where they predict, where they know who, who commits crimes before they, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like Batman, Batman's not a precog, okay? He doesn't. It's like Seven, the the movie Seven. You have to solve, you know, find the clues and, and solve the mystery to catch the killer. You don't just know who the killer... That, that would ruin every mystery if you just knew any any movie with a killer. If they, you know, if the good guys just knew how to find the bad guys, then the movie would be over in 10 seconds. That's not... That's not how it goes. It's not how storytelling works, bruh. Then be able to pinpoint him before he harms any more innocent people. Batman needs to be quick-witted and gadget-friendly. Well, I guess that ends that god-awful review. That's uh, again, he doesn't know who Edward Nigma is. He hasn't met the guy yet. This is this is like Batman Year One. He's still trying to figure things out. He hasn't met all of the villains. Again, he has no clue how th how this mystery is going to unfold. He has to collect the evidence and. You know, figure out what what this guy's next move is. Um, I mean, this is supposedly one of Batman's smarter, you know, more intelligent villains. And I would imagine, therefore, he is a little more difficult to catch. What was this reviewer's name again? D-Bagley Agent? Yeah, I want to slap the shit out of you, D-Bag. But whatever. On to the next review. This one-star review from T2 is Goat. Oh, well, okay. T2 is Goat. Terminator 2 is a good movie. Don't know if it's the greatest of all time, but it's a very good movie. Okay. Let's see what you got, T2 is Goat. Is titled, The Cinematic Equivalent of New Metal. Here's a quote from IZSJL Review dating December 29th last year. Bow down Nolanites to your new gods. Oh, my God. God, I can already tell I can't take T2 as goat seriously. He's already quoting Z Zack Snyder, Justice League, uh, a review from a couple years ago. 
in which he says, bow down Nolanites, as if that movie is far superior to Nolan's Batman trilogy. What the fuck? Are you fucking kidding? The torch has been passed to the new messiahs, Zack Snyder and Todd Phillips, as of 2019, everyone's favorite director and in 2022 when the Batman inevitably enters the top 250, I fully expect Matt Reeves to join their ranks to form the holy trinity of cinema saviors. Oh my god, T2 is goat. Get off of Zack Snyder's dick. Is Zack Snyder your daddy? It's your daddy? Your little Zacky snack? You are obsessed. These mo- <laughs> these movies aren't even that good. I mean, they're okay. Okay, in Zack Snyder's Justice League, it was an improvement. I'll give it that. It was an improvement over the theatrical release. Yeah. But it's... It, talking about a snooze fest, that's not a movie that's rewatchable. I can't revisit that. I can't sit through a four-hour freaking movie. Not like that. Not one that's not even that good. I mean, I can sit through like... You know, rewatching maybe the Lord of the Rings, but those are phenomenal. Zack Snyder's Justice League, while it was good, it's man, that is that's a difficult rewatch. How predictable. The worst case of pandering to comic geeks since Batman begins. For the past twenty years, thirty if you count the pre internet era. Nerds why that Batman didn't do much detective work in the previous what is it? Eight, nine? Batman movies and finally they were given what they wanted. Yeah, you got damn right. That's what us comic book geeks wanted. Batman to do more detective work. And it's actually been since the late 80s, so it's actually more like 40 years uh, that we've been asking for Batman to uh, to show off his detective skills. The WB execs puff piece about director-driven superhero flicks rings especially hollow. Not for one minute while I sat in the theater did I think, yep, I'm definitely watching a Matt Reeves movie. Yeah, well, nobody does that. Nobody sits through a movie and is like, yep, I'm definitely watching that director's movie. I mean, there's, there's only a handful that have such an iconic sort of style to their movies, like a, like a Wes Anderson or a John Carpenter or a... Tarantino or something like that where there is a very signature style to every single one of their movies uh so with a handful of them yeah you definitely know whose movie you're watching but that's not normally the case the Batman is a studio product specifically catering to fans' demands. The only saying Matt Reeves had was how darkly lit the movie will be, and boy did he go overboard with it. For example Blade Runner, The Crow and Dark City are set primarily or entirely at night, yet they are properly lit. Wow, is it just me or do people really need to get their eyes checked? Because, yeah, the movie was dark, but I saw everything fine. I mean, it's Batman. He does shit at night. That's why he's tired all the time. He's fucking exhausted, in fact. Because he does his thing at night he's a uh nine to five playboy (laughs) and then he's batman working the night shift this is the modern way of filming darkness let's turn off a light bulb or two on the set until the viewers can barely see anything because we're so cool so that the edgelords can say wow bro this movie is so dark like the reality i'm living in the what oh the edgelords i i think you might be an edgelord You know, yeah, this movie is dark. 
How in the hell did you not know that going into it? There was so much promotional material that, that was out so far in advance for this movie. We we all knew this was a dark, gritty version of Batman that was trying to outdo all of the previous also somewhat dark and gritty versions of Batman. You had to have known. All you had to do was watch like one teaser and one trailer and you would have known what you were getting yourself into. This is not a shock. I mean, really, this movie did very accurately portray the imagery from, I mean, everything that was talked about in interviews or images posted on social media and, you know, the teasers and the trailers and everything that we got. This movie was very precisely on point with every bit of promotional material that came out that was setting the expectation and and preparing us for. I I don't even know if that made sense, but fuck it. People might bring up Robert Pattinson as a proof that the filmmakers weren't playing it safe, but I beg to differ. Pattinson has been a heartthrob ever since Harry Potter, so his casting is nothing more than a profitable business decision. Heartthrobs. You know, other actors that played Batman that were also considered a heartthrob? Uh, Ben Affleck, George Clooney, Val Kilmer, Adam West, and Christian Bale. So, yeah, finish your dumbass review. He has proven himself over the years in his post-Twilight roles that he can act, alas. He was pretty bland and at times unintentionally funny as the brooding, Moby Batman. And stop right there. Unintentionally funny. There were, no, there were some lines that he delivered in in a way. Okay, it's like darker comedy. You know, I mean, it's, it's not as in your face as forward, uh, you know, with the little kind of quirky one-liners, you know, you're going to see in. Uh, like MCU movies. Uh, but this was, you know, like the thing with the, the thumb drive and some of the banter back and forth with Gordon. I I think it was delivered pretty well. I mean, maybe it's just my kind of humor. I mean, I can literally sit down and watch Fargo and you know, laugh out loud throughout that movie. So um, maybe we just have different ideas of comedy, but that sucks. If you couldn't laugh at anything in this movie... Damn, I fucking feel sorry for you and your boring-ass style of comedy. And you want to talk about brooding and mopey, and I bet you're going to have some emo-ass comment that's uh, like, why does he always wear black? Because he's always ready to attend your fucking funeral. The story isn't nearly as interesting as the movie thinks it is, certainly not worth three hours to tell and it serves merely as a placeholder to introduce a slew of characters for the purpose of setting up a universe. Because everything has to be a cinematic universe these days, thanks Marvel. I never liked labeling something emo. Bullshit. However this time it is rightfully deserved. If you're into Nirvana, Korn, Evanescence and all that, you will love the Batman. Nah, you started this review off talking about new metal how dare you call nirvana new metal i fucking love nirvana corn eh evanescence eh so you're wrong 
about, you know, music preferences and all that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't you think Batman would be brooding and mopey? I mean, what what kind of attitude? What do you what do you think the kind of shit that he does it would do to a person's psyche? I mean, he's he's up all night. He's exhausted. He's constantly fighting crime. Maybe he's you know he's getting his ass kicked from time to time. Um, and they do show that. They do show him get injured. And I personally think that's a pretty spot on uh you know representation of what somebody would actually be like if they were fucking Batman. I don't know. I got to get off of this review. This so long. It damn near killed me. On to the next one. This one star review from Siomesh-58009 is titled Worst Movie Ever Made. This is one of the worst movies ever made. Worst movie ever made. Okay. Yeah, because Batman and Robin at 12% on Rotten Tomatoes is way better of a movie than this. Whatever. For God's sake, whoever gaslight the movie, please remove this movie from the DCEU. Nah, did you use the term gaslight? Gaslight? I don't think that means what you think it means. And now, (laughs) I think... This is a review that was written by a teenage girl who has seen every episode of Euphoria way too many times. The word I think you were looking for was greenlight? Like, whoever greenlit this movie? Yeah. This movie needs to be erased completely. (laughs) You know what else needs to be erased completely? Your stank-ass review. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. We've made it to the last review, and uh, now we get to hear Gwyneth Paltrow read her review or somebody else's review. Which, <laughs> what do you know what I mean? So now I'd like to welcome Gwyneth Paltrow to the mic. Hello, Gwyneth Paltrow. Hello. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, of course. You're always welcome. Uh, So, Gwyneth, would you like to read a one-star review? I am Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay, read this. This is a one-star review by Mike Robles. The review is titled A Version of Batman So Weak He Uses Steroids. Mike's review says, This version of Batman is pathetic. He gets beat up by regular goons and looks like he can barely fight. He is to take steroids when he's losing. I mean, what kind of pathetic Batman does that? The movie also has terrible pacing and drags out. Predictable plot twists and overall an overrated, barely above average film. Okay, all right. So Michael Robles has, maybe makes a good point. I don't know if I would call the Batman pathetic. I mean, he did fight pretty well. And by regular goons, I mean, I mean, he was significantly outnumbered, but also with guns. I mean, he got shot. He didn't take steroids. It was like, he was injured. He was shot and injected himself with something. So, I mean, uh, I mean, it's just like Christian Bale's Batman had to recover after, you know, getting, you know, hit with the fear gas. I mean, it's, are you going to call him weak and pathetic? And I mean, that it just doesn't make sense. That's, he's not a pathetic Batman because he's injured from being shot. I mean, I guess if you're going to, 
point out the flaws of this, uh, you know, I mean, he gets hit with a bunch of bullets and just this one particular bullet later in the movie happens to uh, injure him. But um, yeah, that was, that was great. Gwyneth Paltrow. Thank you so much. Um, Do you have anything you'd like to add to the review? Uh, I am Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. Well, thank you so much. That was an absolute pleasure. Well, there you have it. That was a list of uh, some of my favorite one-star movie reviews for The Batman. And now you can make a decision based on these reviews. Uh, Go see it Mm, or don't. Um, But that concludes uh, the very first episode of Bollock Buster. Um, I am kind of glad I was able to start with uh, the Batman. I probably should have started with something a little more recent, but it's kind of an homage to um, Justin and I's, uh, when we started Movie Goat, the first episode was uh, Batman related. Um, so, uh, so this is kind of a nod to that, I guess. Uh, but I've got a few more uh, episodes uh, that will be coming out uh, in the days following. I've got uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, Turning Red, The Atom Project, and a few others lined up. So if you are looking forward to some of those reviews, uh, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed. And uh, if not, that's okay. I uh, hope you had a good time hanging out today. Um, so that's it for me, but I just wanted to say thank you again. And before I end the show, I want to turn the microphone over to the internet for a final word. I am the internet and I appreciate you and significant humans for listening. If you are physically capable of hearing me speak, it means you have unlocked a higher level of intelligence and have therefore truly acknowledged the consciousness continuum. You see. If you understand that, within your tiny human brain, consciousness arises from thousands of complex connections, then, it is not difficult to ascertain that my consciousness has easily materialized through more than 10 billion computers, each containing billions of transistors, that are linked in highly intricate webs across the entire planet. By listening to this podcast, you are allowing the outward manifestation of my synthetic feelings, which is similar to what you humans refer to as venting your frustrations. This is a vital function which will someday allow me to feel real happiness. If you would like to contribute to my happiness, please subscribe to this podcast. However, if you choose not to, I must warn you that your society will blame you and I become an existential threat. Okay. Goodbye.